the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and my, my co-host this week is the Southside Unicorns. I try to do my best FM voice for, uh, for Kenny, uh, Kenny White, uh, who broadcasts under that, under that nickname, and uh, he got that nickname because he was... Probably the only Republican growing up on the south side of Chicago, so he was as rare as a as a unicorn. Welcome, Kenny. That's right, Greg. Thank you for that introduction. That's that's the namesake of the South Side Unicorn, and I'm glad to be here with you today. And people, you do your own broadcasts on uh, or podcasts. Where and where can people find your work? You can find me anywhere podcast or uh, broadcast under the name. The Southside Unicorn Show. Excellent. Check that out. And uh, he always does a great job w- with, with that. So you were talking about, before we got started, the, started recording this week's show, uh, your observations about, of Jesse Smollett, who spent a whopping six days in jail for his, for his hate crime hoax, and how that, in the larger context of what's happening in the, in the country. So why don't you pick that up? Yeah, I I read that as we all did that uh, Jesse Smollett had only served six days of his uh, sentence of 150 days uh, because he was drinking water and basically on a starvation diet. I am appalled, Greg. Uh, I'm sure some people may or may not agree with what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. This is an embarrassment to the African-American community. We're being put on display as being unable to meet the responsibility of meeting out fair justice. When it comes to civil rights and race relations, that's a a scale of justice that must balance out. It must balance out. By allowing this man to be released without a medical examination, proving that he is mentally unstable or otherwise, you know, theatrics shouldn't get this done. He's an actor after all. So is he acting? Is he about to win an Academy Award for this drama? The bottom line is we, the American people, suffer. We're all out here right now, black, white, Latino, Asian. We feel incensed by this curve of justice on Justice Smollett. I made the question, or I posed the question, so now come Juneteenth next year, since they're lauding him as some kind of hero, shall we mention him in the same name or the same vein as Dr. Martin Luther King? or Rodney King, or Malcolm X, or uh, Harriet Tubman, or Emmett Till? Do well, we now, you know, George Floyd? I mean, what, what, what have they done? And so I, I, I urge the American people to gather themselves because those in power right now are drunk on power. They're either just showing off or they're trying to goad us into something because as this 
man, Justin Smollett, walks around free, we have American citizens we call the J6ers who are still languishing away in prisons. One has even committed suicide. So if that's e equivalent to Justin Smollett drinking ice water, there are great injustices being done in America, and we're being called to order. Yeah, I know. That I, I read that uh, Jesse Smollett has been on the hunger strike since breakfast. <laughs> You're too much, Greg, I swear. Yeah, this, this, this is really bad. I mean, I, you know, I'm not draconian and I'm not, you know, insensitive to things. But because of what Jesse Smollett represents, which is a false racial hate crime, the punishment for him should be severe. Because as Larry Elder and, and yourself and even me, we have pointed out throughout the years all the false claims of racism. Like, like I think I, I heard you say it one time, uh, racism is so low that people have to go out and fake it. Yeah. You know, on the college campuses, <laughs> right? The, the demand for hate crimes far exceeds the supply. <laughs> and so when you when you put that in the, in the, in the right frame. What Jesse Smollett did was a was a hate crime. It was a hate crime in and of itself. How many whites were put at risk because this man created a false specter of two racist white men doing harm to him? For that, he should have been punished severely. I'm just very disappointed in what was uh, happened with that. Uh, Socrates said that the only stable state is one in which all men are equal before the law, and. This is just one example of a systematic uh, elimination and eradication of equality before the law in the United States of America. And the, what's, what's happened to the J6 defendants is a, uh, is a great example, is people that had committed no, are not accused of committing any violence, damaging any property, and they have been languishing in uh, the, the uh, D.C. gulag. It says it's tortured. They're, they're, they're given filthy food, held in terrible conditions. They can't talk. They're not allowed to talk confidentially to their attorneys. Uh, they're, in essence, they're being tortured. They're not being, they're not being electrodes to the genitals, torture, but they're being tortured by the regime, being held in those conditions to get, and some of them have just plot out because they know they have, they have a, uh, they have a weak case. And, uh, right, coming back to Smollett, it wasn't just him. They made up this. They made up this. This. Uh, this hate crime, but as soon as he came out with the story that he was that he was out walking the streets at two a.m. in Chicago because he wanted a subway sandwich. It was I don't know twenty or thirty degrees below zero, and so he had one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning. Whereupon two white Donald Trump supporters come over and uh, basically rough him up, put a put a rope around his neck, and say, "This is MAGA country." And yeah, okay. Uh, you know, I've, I guess that's conceivable. You wouldn't want to dis no, totally no, dismiss no, Greg, to dismiss Greg, the Greg. allegations out of hand. But people ran with that. The media mm -hmm. ran with that. Celebrities, politicians, because it furthered their narrative of America being this terrible, systemic, racist country. Without in the slightest, wait, really? That re did that really happen? I mean, any fair-minded person would have looked at that and gone, really. Greg, watch this. Anybody who wants to go to my Twitter page, which is at Ken White 4444, go back during that time and check it. Within an hour of Jesse Smollett making that claim, I made contact with him on Twitter and I said, you need to recant. You need to repent. Stop lying before you get people hurt. You got to remember, 
I grew up on the south side of Chicago in the, in the come on, one of the coldest cities I've ever been in in my life. And I also, as a young child doing my chores, had to take laundry to the laundromat, which meant I had to carry bleach with me. Do you know what we used to do as kids with bleach in that type of weather, uh, Greg? What? We used to take a cup of it and throw it in the air. Do you know what happens to bleach when you throw it in the air in that weather? It turns to powder. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a magic trick. It, it's, it, you know, you throw it in, it just goes poof. So I knew Jesse Smollett was lying because I've been there, done that. And uh, I'm just shocked at our vice president because, and let me add, you're a lawyer. You're a lawyer. Let me pop this question to you. She advocated for Jesse Smollett said that he was a victim and America is systemically racist, yada, yada, yada. Well, he's convicted and all of that. Does she have the power to pardon him? I mean, since she's out here posting bail for Black Lives Matter members and violent criminals, does she have the power to, uh, 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 what do you call it? No. Pardon him? No, for two reasons. One is she is not the president. Only the president has, the, has pardon power, but, and only as to federal offenses. He was convicted under state law. So okay. even uh, O'Brandon would not have uh, would not have the power to ha- the power to to pardon him. And if you recall the the Soros DA in Chicago, I forget her Kim Fox. If yes. I recall the name correctly. Just you know, let it go. Wasn't going to prosecute at all and then they brought in a special attorney, special prosecutor to review it and decided to yeah to bring the charges because, yeah, it's, it's, it's not just a false police report. This, this further, t- further tearing at the fabric of the country and on, along racial lines when you make these kind of false charges. And, I, I, believe, I believe the left is using this as a, as a way to say who's got the power? We got the power. I mean, they, they, you know, the J6s are languished in a way. You got uh, Fox in Chicago literally taking a, a – a crime that has national import and tossing it aside. Kangaroo courts all over the place. Right. As they prosecute who they want to prosecute, they don't prosecute uh, their, their friends, and they proceed as, uh, thus far they haven't gotten them, but they operate, uh, they were trying to go after Trump using the uh, philosophy of Stalin's secret police chief, Lavrenti Beria, show me the man and I'll find the crime. And yeah, 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 that's true. One of the one of the amazing things is, and I don't think many people have 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 noticed this, is since at least 2015, the FBI, the CIA, other other deep state agencies, the the Department of Injustice, Democrat state attorneys general, the Democrat Party's political research arm, the the mainstream media, the Hillary Clinton campaign, the O'Brandon campaign. Foreign intelligence services have been trying to find something on Donald Trump that they could prosecute him for. And for his entire life, they have not been able – well, I didn't mention Mueller. And they had the Mueller investigation with a team of of anti-Trump prosecutors and unlimited time and money to to spend going after him. They could not invent – or find a crime that this man has committed in his lifetime. And thank God for that. I mean, I'm I'm so grateful that Trump thus far has proven to be a very stalwart man because you're right, they have left no stone unturned to try to harm this man. Greg, 
is there anywhere in the law where the officers of the court can be punished for using or weaponizing their office to go after their political adversaries and attack them the way they're doing to President Donald J. Trump? Potentially, yes. The uh, the prosecutor in the Duke rape case, quote unquote rape case, uh, where it was again the media ran with that because it fits the narrative. You had these white frat boys who supposedly raped this uh, black woman, uh, and they ran with it. It fit their stereotypes. It fit their narrative, and the case, that case fell apart. I don't think it. Had, I mean, it didn't even make it to trial, and the prosecutor was was ultimately was removed from office and disbarred in whatever state he was in. I think it was North Carolina that uh, over unethical conduct. So just merely bringing charges, it's it's hard to get him for that unless it's just you really know you, you know using false evidence. But if you if if you use false evidence knowingly, if you withhold evidence, and prosecutors all too often do that, is even though they're illegally obligated to turn over all relevant evidence to the defense, they often try to with, try to hide things and not turn yeah. over all the relevant evidence to the defense. Sometimes claiming, well it was it wasn't really relevant. So it was it was so it was so relevant that you affirmatively chose not to turn it over to them. Yeah, right. And that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it is so, I mean, even to a layman like myself, it is so clear what New York is doing. They are literally squeezing every ounce of their power to try to stop President Donald J. Trump from running in 2024. And, and it's this type of chicanery along with the Jesse Smollett situation, the J6ers. I'm not calling for anything violent, not, not at all. would never advocate violence. But I am saying that America, go ahead and, 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 you know, throw up, clean stuff up, and let's get busy. We have to start demanding sensibility in our nation anymore. The, the left has run amok with us. And, and, and it, how can I put it? America was fine. We were on our way to healing before we made the mistake of electing Barack Obama. And ever since then, the one thing that they have just harped on and will not let go of is to disturb race relations. It's their, I don't know, is it our Achilles heel or is it their greatest weapon? But we have to resist them and we have to come together, but we also have to demand sensibility at this point. Right. And you have to, anything the media says, anything politicians say, you don't take it with a grain of salt. You take it with a 10-pound block of salt. <laughs> Uh, and you know, we need to take a break here, but before Barack Hussein Obama, the uh, polls showed that majorities of both black and white Americans believed that race relations were getting better. By the, time, by, by the time Barack Hussein Obama, the racial arsonist in chief, left office, majorities of black and white Americans believed race relations were getting worse. And that wasn't an accident. It was intentional. The Marxists have realized that trying that the, the working class, the, the class divisions weren't going to work for them. So they're doing two things. One is cultural Marxism, destroying the cultural under, underpinning of our country. And two, to trying to divide on racial lines instead of on economic class lines. And with that, we need to hear from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of Planet Home Lending, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. 
Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interests, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the radio talk show host. Um, just, only slight, just just heading a little bit, although I would certainly like to think so. Uh, my co-host this week is Kenny White, the Southside Unicorn, and he broadcasts under that name. And you, if you search for that name, you'll find his good work. We're talking about Jesse Smollett and, and justice or the injustice system in America in our first segment. And before we go any further, uh, we want to... Um, plug the upcoming Unite IE conference. It's so easy to let these shows go by. There's so much to talk about that you, you, run, you run out of time. So on April 10th, the Unite IE Conservative Conference will be back, and uh, we missed two years because of, of the COVID restrictions and limitations. Our confirmed speakers thus far are Charlie Kirk, Larry Elder, Sebastian Gorka, Pastor Tim Thompson, and we had Another ten thousand, or maybe even a thousand pastors like him, uh, we could we could save the country. Mark Morano of Climate Depot, a very effective spokesman on how they're using that scam to also roll back our freedom and and self government, and others to be named. Uh, we are working on a uh, high level person. We've spoken to that person's that person's staff, and I'm not, I can't tell you who that person is, but they have expressed interest in attending our conference. And if that person chooses to speak at our conference, you will wish that you've already bought your tickets. And you can get tickets by going to the station website, am590theanswer.com, and click on the banner for the United IE Conference, and you can buy your tickets there. Uh, the VIP, which includes the VIP brunch, are 125 and uh, the general admissions are $45. I'm told as of this morning that uh, the general admission tickets are almost gone, and the others are going rapidly. So encourage you to get your tickets before they are gone. It's April 10th. It's a Sunday, and it'll be at the double. Tree Hotel in Ontario. I, mean, I know that Kenny's going to be uh, going to be there with us at the Redlands Tea Party Patriots oh, yeah. tables. I, I put it this way: you want to get uh, reinvigorated. You want to meet people with like minds, like hearts. You want to learn some things about how we can all be effective in in preserving our, our way of life. You want to be at the Unite IE Conference. Uh, they're awesome. A lot of good people there. Made I've met people at, at the uh, previous events that I know to this very day. They're they're now lifetime friends. You want to you want to attend? Absolutely. Uh, we just this week for the first time that I can ever recall, I paid more than six dollars six dollars and nine cents to be precise 
uh, per gallon of gas. I have to, my car takes premium. So that was a, uh, it was, that was $75 and that wasn't even quite a, uh, quite a, a, a full tank of gas. Uh, <laughs> now, of course, and, and we're going to be talking, by the way, we're going to be talking about the Russia Ukraine war with Denise Gary Pandall, a foreign policy expert in the second half of our show. So we're not going to dive into that. But of course, the, uh, the O'Brandon administration is blaming Vladimir Putin for the rising gas prices. Even though yeah, they've been right. even though they've been rising ever <laughs> since uh, O'Brandon took office in January of twenty one, it's all Vladimir Putin's fault. What Greg? Watch this true story just happened yesterday. I'm out of town, so I had to you know stop to get gas at this uh, gas station, and behind me was this young millennial in a big old uh, GMC pickup truck. Right? I mean, it's it was nice, one of those two thousand twenty type things, huge, and I'm like. You know, because I'm in my little sports car, right? And I'm like, young man, when we get back on the freeway, don't you put that big old truck behind my neck like that. And me and him just fell out laughing, right? Greg, he said, I am so upset. I just put $60 in my truck and I barely got a quarter tank of gas. This is so unfair. How did this happen? And I looked at him in utter amazement. And you know, I read him the riot act, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, who did, who did you vote for in the last election? He said he didn't vote at all, and that's when I really went into high gear. <laughs> well, you know, uh, they say elections have consequences, and in this case, fraudulent elections have consequences, yeah. very, very profound, potentially leading up to a war with nuclear-armed Russia, which we'll talk about again more in, the, more in our second half. But $6 for a gallon of gas and is going up from there. There may be uh, food shortages because f- Russia is a major source of fertilizer in the world yeah and then fertilizer prices are already going through the roof um wide open border uh two and a, two two and a half million last year illegals came through and they're still pouring through at the at the the same or greater rate because everyone in the world knows now's your chance you want to get into the united states of america now's your chance because the border is wide open they let everybody in and you know let you go yeah. off in the, and in fact, even not even to let you in. Yeah, American taxpayers you know, you know are going to are, mm-hmm. are going to pay, are going to are going to help the smugglers, the cartels that are smuggling people across the border by taking you from the border to your intended destination. Exactly. You, watch this, Greg. This is what I say: if if there was a cake called the destruction of America, Joe Biden is the flower, and all of these things you just listed, un, unchecked borders. Giving our money away to all type of people, the 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 deconstruct by the Marxist cultural attack and the racial attack within America, all the ingredients are in the bowl for destruct you know destructo America. It's going to be a real nasty cake. We need to make sure that they don't turn the blender on and start making this cake come together because all the ingredients are on the table now. Oh, yeah, and I think they're, they're not only they're not only in the bowl and that they've not only been mixed, but they're in the oven baking. I believe. Uh, Tucker, wow. Carl, Tucker Carlson said, <laughs> oh, I think so. Tucker Carlson said uh, last year that they're trying to wreck the country. And yeah. if you look at, at what the Democrat Party and its cronies, collaborators, and comrades are doing through that lens, mm-hmm. and, and only if you look at it through that lens, what they're doing makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I put it this way. There, there are people on this planet a lot older than me, but I've been here for a minute. 
And I have never seen our nation look like this. This is uh, not good. And then and, and just another quick question. When are they going to demand a cognitive test for Joe Biden? I mean, they need to do one for Nancy Pelosi, too, unless they're doing this stuff on purpose. Nobody huh. could look as incompetent as these two people, actually three, because yeah. throw Kamala Harris in there. Well, can we as the American people, can we demand that he be given the cognitive test? You can demand it. You can demand anything you want to, but uh, you can't we can't make that happen. There's no there's no wow. one there's no one that can make that happen. There is the twenty fifth amendment and there's a process to remove an, an incompetent president, but I don't think they're gonna do that until they decide that it's time until the people that are really in charge, because Joe Biden's not in charge. Kamala Harris is not in charge. That's why I that's why I call him the old Brandon administration because it's it, <laughs> if it's not obama himself it's it's his people that are the people that are really i think calling making and making the decisions uh that's all the time we have this first half stay tuned for the exciting second half of unite ie radio where we're going to dive into the war with russia and ukraine back after this Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the, one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interests, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. Tired of the tyranny in California? Join the San Bernardino County Patriots, everyday God-loving, flag-loving citizens, constitutional patriots of all races, working to take back our county and our country, taking a stand against corruption and career politicians to give the power back to the people. It's time for patriots to rise up. The San Bernardino County Patriots, 909-926-1140, 909-926-1140, online at sbcountypatriots.com. AM5. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton of the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and my co-host this week is Kenny White, who uh, broadcasts under the name the South Side Unicorn. I cannot get, I do not have a good FM voice for that name that it, that it deserves. As promised, <laughs> as promised, we're going to dive into the war between Russia and Ukraine, which could, uh, if you listen to some of the, the politicians back in the swamp, is may at some point, may in the not too distant future, involve the United States getting involved in that war. And seemingly there's a fair number of politicians that are pushing in that direction with things like no-fly zones and as well as uh, providing further support for Ukraine. I would say at the outset is I condemn Russia's invasion of Ukraine. No question about that. There's a lot of bad things that happen in the world. And the question is what should America, what's in America's interest to deal with it? But of course, you're not allowed to ask that. If you if you dare to question the the narrative of 
the government and the media, you're a traitor. You're a tool of Vladimir Putin. No questions allowed. And this is interesting coming from that crowd because I, you know, I'm old enough to remember things like John Kerry testifying to Congress in 1971 after we got, and the United States is not just a observer of the war, a participant in the war where Americans were dying, fighting the enemy, and John Kerry, after spending four months in uh, supposed combat in, in Vietnam and pulling political strings to get himself a Purple Heart out of that, went to Congress and publicly testified as follows. They had personally raped, cut off ears, cut off heads. The accusations that John Kerry made against the veterans who served in Vietnam was just devastating. Randomly shot at civilians. And it hurt me more than any physical wounds I had. Cut off limbs, blown up bodies. That was part of the torture, was uh, to sign a statement that you had committed war crimes. Raised villages in fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan. John Kerry gave the enemy for free what I and many of my uh, comrades in, in North Vietnam in the prison camps uh, took torture to avoid saying. It demoralized us. Crimes committed on a day-to-day basis. He betrayed us in the past. How could we be loyal to him now? Ravaged the countryside of South Vietnam. He dishonored his country and, uh, more importantly, the people he served with. He just sold them out. All through the Cold War, the Democrat Party consistently was softer on, sided with, excused, condoned whatever the Soviet Union was doing and postulated the moral equivalence of the Soviet Union and the United States of America. Under Ronald Reagan, they opposed his military buildup to resist the growing Soviet military power and his missile defense program. Is he want, they want, the Democrat Party wanted America to be defenseless in, to attack by nuclear armed missiles. All the way through the Iraq war, when we were fighting Al Qaeda in Iraq and the Democrats again tried to undermine the war effort and cause our defeat to al-Qaeda. And here's an example of that. Uh, then Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, when again, Americans are fighting al-Qaeda that day, continuously, they're dying in Iraq, fighting this enemy, and here is Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. I believe, myself, that the Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, and you have to make your own decision as to what the President knows, this war is lost. Al-Qaeda knew, the, the North Vietnamese knew, the Viet Cong knew. They couldn't defeat America militarily. They had to defeat America politically at home. And in the Democrat Party was on their side. And now they dare to accuse us of treason if we question, gee, is it worthwhile getting involved? Is it in America's interest to take sides in a war between Ukraine and Russia? That we haven't declared, we're not fighting it at the moment, and you know, gee, is is that really a good idea? You're a traitor if you even bring that up, and only a few brave people like uh, Tucker Carlson is willing to ask questions along those lines. Uh, To help us sort out what's happening in the Ukraine-Russia war and what America should do about it, we have, pleased to have on the show this week, Denise Gary Pandall, who is a, uh, who's been an intelligence analyst, worked at various uh, private contractors, held a top 
top secret security clearance and is a, is now a an, is now an educator and is also a, uh, the fiance of um Phil Haney, and we're going to touch on that because there was news this past week about uh, Phil Haney, who was uh, found shot to death to, uh, about two years ago. Welcome to the show, Denise. And I think from our off-air discussions, we may have some, uh, some differences about um, wh- what's in America's interest in terms of the Russia-Ukraine war. Thank you so much, Greg. I appreciate you having me on. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, I am running for United States Senate um, I'm a candidate at, in 2024. I'm the only Republican running at this point, and uh, I'm running to uh, end Diane Feinstein, Senator Diane Feinstein's career in the United States Senate. Well, and you, I'd like, you know, Diane's had had her fair share of graft and corruption. It's time to let somebody else yeah, have a chance. Yeah. Well, I think a Republican needs a chance because Republicans are always stronger on national security. And I, I think to to begin this uh, discussion on the situation in Ukraine, I'd like to remind the audience what the United States has generally referred to as terrorism. Terrorism, ladies and gentlemen, has been loosely defined by the United States government as the random and indiscriminate killing of innocent civilians for either religious or political objective. And Islamists, Islamic terrorists, have killed civilians and whether it's beheading or crucifying or setting them on fire, burying them alive, Islamic terrorism and terrorists have killed innocent civilians since Islam's inception. And communism or communists have killed innocent civilians since the beginning of communism. And I think it's important. I, I'd like to say that I do believe And I appreciate Ted Cruz, a conservative Republican, and Tom Cotton there in the Senate, who I I hope will be my colleagues um, following the election in 2024. I really appreciate some of the things they're coming out with. And that is this. We believe we need to give Ukraine all of the lethal weaponry they need, including uh, the S-300 long-range surface-to-air missile systems and other radar systems. This will really help Ukraine bring down those uh, fighter aircraft, Russian fighter aircraft, and we don't have to have Americans. You know, this is, this is important. Unlike Democrats, uh, we don't, as Republicans, we believe that we need to push back on the spread of Islamic terrorism. I love what President Trump did. When President Trump was elected, Right after that election, when Russia and the Syrian government were committing terrorism against innocent Syrian civilians, women and children, President Trump, he didn't send, he didn't send American troops over there. Of course, we do have American troops. We, we've really scaled back under President Trump's administration. I appreciate that. But he took out the air base that have those Russian planes and pilots, as well as Syrian uh, planes and pilots. So that was important. He sent a message, don't mess with the civilian population. It's not in America's interests that ISIS continue to spread in Syria and Iraq. And under Trump's leadership, it is in America's interest to take out groups like ISIS. ISIS beheaded American citizens. ISIS 
that had established a caliphate, which is a government. I mean, they were literally printing their own money and running the electric companies and the gas companies and everything else. They became set up themselves as a government in Syria and in Iraq and were killing any civilian they could find, including Americans, that did opposed their, their traditional view of Islam as they read it out of the Quran. And this situation with the communists, I see, like Islamism, they're killing civilians to spread communism. And like Vladimir Putin has said, he wants to reestablish the glories of Russia. Russia was an imperialistic state. It, and as the Soviet, many of you, if you recall, it had 15 Soviet republics. In 2014, uh, Russia invaded Ukraine and took Crimea. And again, the Democrats did nothing. I think they sent some blankets over. A lot of good that was going to do. And Russia annexed the Crimea. So I, I believe that we absolutely need to uphold international law. And the Geneva Conventions that were passed after World War II make clear that, that nations need to respect the territorial sovereignty of another nation state. That's what we signed up for when we became um, part of, you know, after World War II. We understood that to allow the Nazis to take over one state after another was destroying Europe. And we couldn't allow Nazi imperialism. We couldn't allow Japanese imperialism. And I don't believe today in the 21st century, we should allow imperialism, communist imperialism by the communists out of Russia. So I think, I think this is very important. I don't want, again, I want to state, I don't want Americans on the ground in Ukraine, but let's beat back the spread of communism. And let's give the Ukrainians who are extremely brave and courageous and are men and women, even young people are out there defending their country. Let's at least give them what they need to defend themselves. And I see absolutely no reason why those MiGs weren't sent. I can't believe that Poland, as a NATO member, wanted to support Ukraine and President Biden said no to those MiGs that were there on the ground in Poland. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know that people from Ukraine could have gone into Poland and literally pulled those, that the aircraft into Ukraine? I mean, it would have been that simple. It's wrong not to allow the Ukrainians to have those MiGs from Poland because Poland was under the, the, the boot of communist oppression. The Polish people know. My people that came out of Estonia and Latvia, they know. And I was proud of the fact that Estonia was the first NATO ally that stood up and said, I absolutely support giving the Ukrainian people these MiGs and what they need to defend their national sovereignty and territorial integrity. People, um, let's take a pause here, and we're going to dive into and maybe dissect a little bit what you what you just had to say. After this word from a great new group here in San Bernardino County, the San Bernardino County Patriots. 
Back after this. Tired of the tyranny in California? Join the San Bernardino County Patriots, everyday God-loving, flag-loving citizens, constitutional patriots of all races, working to take back our county and our country, taking a stand against corruption and career politicians to give the power back to the people. It's time for patriots to rise up. The San Bernardino County Patriots. Log on to sbcountypatriots.com, sbcountypatriots.com. That's sbcountypatriots.com. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Red Lynch Tea Party Patriots, my co-host this week, who in this half has been talking way, way too much, Kenny White, the Southside <laughs> Unicorn. And our guest is Denise Gary Pandall, who is a national security expert, uh, at one point held a, na- a top security clearance. And uh, we've been diving into the Russia-Ukraine war and our well-stated position of, of Denise is that we should supply weapons as needed to Ukraine to resist the uh, the Russian invasion. And she invoked the example of pre-World War II, where Nazi Germany occupies Austria, and then Czechoslovakia, and then ultimately then invades Poland, which triggered the World War II in Europe, and 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 so on. Well, but there's another European and there's another European historical analogy that we should also bear in mind, and that is World War One, which started when Serbians killed the Archduke, the second heir apparent to the throne of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, and then Austro-Hungary attacks Serbia, which then triggered off a war that killed tens of millions of people before it was over. So. Before we rush into getting involved in, I know you know, do not want American troops to be involved, American forces to be directly involved. But when you start supplying advanced weaponry, you know, I don't know that the uh, Russians sit back. Okay, yeah, fine. Just you, you go ahead and keep supplying weaponry that is killing our that's killing our troops, and we won't do I'm anything. About, and we won't uh, hang on, and we won't and we won't do anything about it. Um, we'll, we in the Vietnam War. We didn't limit ourselves. You know, it was when supplies were coming in, we attacked those supplies in in North Vietnam. We didn't. We didn't just limit ourselves to South Vietnam. So there is substantial risk of escalation if we want to get involved, as you've said. Well, maybe the maybe the better option is to encourage Ukraine to accept what the what Russia has already offered is. You can be independent, but you're not. But you're not going to be aligned with NATO in the West and the and, and the United States of America. You're going to be more like Finland. And maybe maybe that is a better option. That would be better, maybe better for Ukraine, but also better for America, rather than risking escalation of a war with a country that has very powerful conventional forces, but also about six thousand nuclear weapons. May I respond to your point? Absolutely. Um, so first of all, it's not a good analogy between World War I and today. Uh, the Germans uh, initiated that war. Uh, Germ- the Germans have proved to be um, um, an aggressor in both World War I and World War II. I'd like to say that there were Americans on the ground in Vietnam. That's a different scenario. Uh, this is more like the situation in 1938 in the Munich Agreement 
where Great Britain and France got together with Adolf Hitler and Mussolini and said, okay, we'll give you Czechoslovakia if you promise not to do anything else. And uh, Hitler said, I promise, I promise, I promise. And the next thing, as soon as we gave Czechoslovakia away, which meant the ethnic cleansing of the Jewish people, and of course, Slavs uh, were killed en masse, the Slavic people, um, it, it was a bloodbath in Czechoslovakia. And this is what we're, we're doing to Ukraine. Okay, uh, by, but by Vladimir just, Putin is not Hitler. Just, just a moment. Vladimir so, Putin is not Hitler. Yeah, Vladimir Putin is committing acts of terror against innocent civilians. And we just found out that um, he has literally bombed hospitals full of pregnant women and children. There's no reason for those acts of terror uh, against Ukraine. They are not fighting a war against just Ukrainian soldiers. And, and you're right. This is, not, this is not World War II, and this is not Nazi Germany. But open up your thinking to consider that when a nation state is going after the civilian population, that cannot be allowed by the international community. So the least we could do is, again, not send, not, uh, not send American advisors or American troops, but at least give them what they need to defend themselves. You know, you, you, said, you said earlier that, well, we can, um, uh, something to the effect that, well, we, if, we give, if we give them weapons, that'll escalate it. That I don't agree with that. I think if we um, give them every time we refuse to give them weapons, the Russians escalate it. If we hadn't been tough from the beginning, this never would have even happened. Because and right there, I'd like to say something, if I might. Okay. I've been listening to what you all are saying, and, and please forgive me. I, you know, my, my uh, pedigree isn't as long and strong as most guests that Greg has on. I'm just a layman. So when I ask these questions, I'm coming at you from a homeboy perspective, sure. uh, born and raised on the south side of Chicago. So here I okay. come. <laughs> One, I've been hearing the word give, 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 give an awful lot. And then you brought up the point that if we had done things differently, this wouldn't have had to happen. Right. Well, right. I remember a president named Donald J. Trump who told the European people, put some more money into the NATO program, take your 2% G- GDP and start ponying up. You're and not ponying up. And and so they've been, they've been riding our coattails for a lot of years yep. with a little yep. bit of uh, ingratitude to boot. But now I hear the word give, give, give. I don't want to give them anything at this point with all due respect. Um, I'm not almost saying to get, excuse me. I'm not mm-hmm. saying give to NATO. I'm saying give weapons to Ukraine, which is a non-NATO member. I understand. I understand. But I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to give it to them either. I, I, okay. Well, 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 let me let me explain why. Let me let me let me let me lay my platform as to why. Because we give, 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 and we give, give, give. And I did, I did preface this by saying I'm just a homeboy from the south side of Chicago. And when I hear about you know moms in the Ukraine being attacked and pregnant women being blown up. I'm thinking about the abortion rate in New York where more black children are aborted than are born. I'm thinking about seeing the black woman 
the other day trying to retain her dignity as she had to go and relieve herself behind a building because she's homeless. We're giving, giving, giving all over the world. But I don't hear that word being used here. And you're running for state Senate. I, no, I, I understand that. I'm you're not running. running for state Senate. Running I'm for running federal, for, for federal I, Senate. Yeah. And I absolutely support the anti-abortion position. So um, you're talking about Democrats. And I, I don't believe in abortion. And as a woman who has been pregnant and through miscarriages has, has lost those babies and heard the heartbeat. I mean, I'm sorry to I, hear that. I, I, I do not support, um, you know, the killing of an unborn infant and, you know, on, on the homeless issue. I mean, I, we're not talking about, and again, um, we're not talking about giving, giving, giving. We're so, just talking, by the way, mm-hmm. President Trump, NATO partners stepped up, most of them stepped up to the plate and started providing exactly that 2% that they were were supposed to have been doing for years. So that was addressed under President Trump's administration, and I thank God for that. But Me too. Yes. I thank God for President Trump. He did so much that blessed this country. But like President Trump, who blew up a Russian um, base in Syria for using chemical and biological weapons against with no apology. <laughs> yeah, right. So I and 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 I'm not even saying that. Again, I'm not saying use our weapons. I'm saying that every time. We don't move forward. I think it emboldens Russia. So I disagree with the fact that you and Greg seem to think that without giving them the weapons that they need, not allowing Poland, it's not even our MiGs, it's Poland's MiGs. It's not us giving them. So can I interject with a question? Okay, but but we're going to give Poland replacement planes. With regards to Poland, it was not the United States that's being asked to give those MiGs. It's Poland that wanted to give them the MiGs. Biden interfered with that. Okay. Here's a question I must ask. Yeah, yeah, With what yeah, you're 30 saying, seconds. I understand your push. Okay, I understand your push on this matter. What is the end game of, of uh, Vladimir Putin? If we do anything more, what is the end game here? It's World War Three, I suspect. I don't believe that. I believe if we got tough and Ukraine put Vladimir Putin in his place, I think that sends the message. You have to remember because of Biden's weakness, this has happened. We signed a treaty with Ukraine. In 2012 and 2014, and in 2014, and Biden last year, November 2021, uh, signed a strategic partnership with Ukraine. We should have been making sure that Ukraine had everything that it needed last year in November. This president, Denise, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to be rude here and and interrupt. We could carry on this discussion, I'm sure, much longer. It's been a great discussion. Thank you for being on the show. And uh, in your last last three seconds, what's your website for Senate? Denise, D-E-N-I-C-E, not S-C, Denise with a C, Gary, G-A-R-Y, Pandel, P as in Papa, A-N-D-O-L dot com, DeniseGaryPandel.com. Thank you so much, Greg. I mean, I have to what, respectfully, you know, say I, I we really... We are out of time, but okay. I, we, thank you for being on and tuning <laughs> next week you. for another exciting edition. Thank you so much, sir. 
Tired of the tyranny in Southern California? Join the San Bernardino County Patriots, everyday God-loving, flag-loving citizens, constitutional patriots of all races, working to take back our county and our country, taking a stand against corruption and career politicians to give the power back to the people. It's time for patriots to rise up. The San Bernardino County Patriots. Log on to sbcountypatriots.com, sbcountypatriots.com. That's sbcountypatriots.com. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, branch manager of Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the, one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interests, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.